0: I'm ready.
1: Hello. the and they would, and tonight is the supernatural episode because we invite the new friends to
2: Hello. Hi John, thanks for having me. And hi to everyone else. Yeah, hi guys. Thanks for
3: having me back on the show. Back on the podcast, uh Jonathan. Yeah, thanks Jonathan for inviting us back on. Stay
1: with
0: you.
1: And hello everyone.
3: Yes, so Jonathan, what are we going to be talking about tonight?
1: Tonight, we're talking about a topic Timothy suggested intersectionality and COVID 19.
3: So, uh, Jonathan, intersectionality seems like such a very long word. Uh, yeah, Timothy, can you just talk us through what exactly is intersectionality?
2: Yeah, I do agree. Intersectionality, it's a bit of a hard word to wrap your, your mouth around at first. But um, from my understanding... It basically refers to, I guess, I, I don't know, it's, it's hard for me to try and explain, but um, for instance, like, uh, race, class, gender, like, those are all, I guess, categories and stuff, and intersectionality is when those two sort of meet. So, for example, if you're an Indigenous person, but you're also disabled, I guess that's sort of intersectionality because you are both disabled and you have, I guess, uh, the label of being indigenous. So, in saying that, you would potentially suffer like negative consequences from society in both aspects. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, people might discriminate against you on the basis of your aboriginality as well as your disability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, uh, that's and
3: also, uh, yeah, it, it happens with uh, people from cold backgrounds, so culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds who also have a disability, because they, 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 they are seen as minority, and so yeah. often, yeah, it's hard for them. Would you agree with that, David?
0: Yes. We also consider to be outcomes.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And so yeah. like Timothy said that uh, you suffer consequences from both sides. I mean yeah. the disability as being, as well as being from a non-English speaking background. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: And it can be it can difficult, at
2: yeah, I feel it's.
3: Then how exactly, how, how exactly sorry, do we address the intersectionality and what can we do to, uh, I
2: guess, uh, make people aware? Yeah, well, it's just that because many people don't really know the term. And I, I guess awareness starts just in talking about it. So, as I said, many people aren't aware that it's a thing. and... I started the conversation and as I was going to say I got the idea to talk about intersectionality from uh, the current protests that are happening in America so for me I feel that's an important thing to bring up because in Australia we're currently bringing up that discussion how uh, this movement is affecting indigenous people so there's also like thousands of Australians who are indigenous, but also have disabilities. And I feel that if we can, I guess, shed some light on intersectionality, we can Mm. make people aware of it. And that's the first step in, I guess, advocating for change so we can remove uh, societal and racism barriers and move towards a more equal society. Yeah, I I agree, I agree. What are your thoughts, uh, Jonathan?
1: Well, to me the current events affecting race and Indigenous Persons also apply to people with disabilities because I can save from personal age That's why most police understand disability, there is a minority which don't give a Staff, whether a person is disabled or not, and in fact, if you're disabled, you're much more vulnerable to.
2: Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah. And I I guess addressing uh, Grace's question here that I see down the bottom, um, do you think there could be more measures in place to support uh, people who experience intersectionality as opposed to one minority group alone? I Mm. guess at the beginning in having these conversations and, for instance, this being a disability organisation, the fact that we can acknowledge that race plays a part in discrimination, whether you're disabled or not, that's a good first step. And I guess we have to take that education and also share it with people in law enforcement so they can not only be culturally sensitive but also, I guess, aware of how to Uh, treat people with disabilities to reduce the violence that we experience. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I could agree more, and also, uh, in terms of support and stuff, there are some organisations that do help, um, I guess, the minorities, they do provide that support, they do provide that help, um but just well, activity said we just need to make a, be aware we need to raise our awareness on these minorities and uh yeah, offer the support that we can.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah, to yeah.
3: Make more inclusive them. Yeah Yeah, well, what are your thoughts uh, David?
0: Yeah, well, we gotta. My thoughts. A lot of people have who have disabilities. They find it hard as it is, but to be discriminated uh, with something else, also, that's even more. Yeah. So we gotta we, yep. gotta. we gotta educate.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Whether we have disabilities and they have. They've got a different thing.
3: Also, they yeah. can be
0: prejudiced against. It's some people with disability can't handle it. Yeah, we got to educate, not to discriminate. What education? Education is the name and of the game.
2: True, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, in my personal opinion, I believe the media and social media are very powerful tools for changing people's opinions and getting the message out there yeah. because people don't know until they're exposed to new concepts, that, really.
0: That, that's what the media is there, to make you think the way they want you to think.
3: And I couldn't yeah. agree more. Like I couldn't agree more with you. Yeah, the media plays a powerful role in the way we think.
0: Like, what's his name, the president of the United States? He's calling fake
3: news. Yeah, because we're not exposed to these, I guess, minority groups like face to face. But after we get tricked into believing what the TV what social media tells us about these people that makes us think otherwise.
1: Yeah,
0: they, they, they let us think that the minority is the majority. So if there's yeah. one bad egg, one bad apple, the rest mm-hmm. are bad apples.
3: There is. Yeah. That, and that's true. That, that is very true. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. But just memorizing Sorry.
1: the
3: memorizing Sorry. the name of it can be a bit daunting. Intersectionality
2: takes a a couple of minutes just to say the name. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a difficult one to wrap your head around at first.
3: Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, but like David said, it's all about educating.
2: Yeah. yeah, and not only. So the, uh, uh, yeah, we also need yeah. to educate, I guess, at school levels as well. So, teaching children so they can grow up with those lessons and, and understanding of diversity, equality, and treating people w- with respect. So then they grow into and that, people with respect.
3: And that, that's that's why. Um, because no one is born racist. Nobody is born racist. You're actually taught how to be a racist, and I guess it yeah, it, it reflects who you are as a character that later on, you're going to be spreading that racism and the hatred. So I guess it passes on. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, definitely. Mm.
3: Are you, what I you're
1: what want you to think. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is I could teach indigenous history in school. I don't understand why we. Teach discipline from the perspective of the social model in schools because it is ours formative states where we can eradicate future discrimination exactly how modern Tubin says, Educating Mm. from an early age can change Mm. the future generations. Mm. So, my question is. Is it time we have mm-hmm. disability along mm-hmm. with race in the school curriculum?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I definitely believe we need to include disability in school education.
3: Like exactly. my, my and and the concept of stuff. intersectionality, I guess,
2: uh, should be included in the curriculum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And by including it in the curriculum, yeah, we, we will change the... The way society views things. Like I was going to say, my first exposure to disability was when I was in grade three and I transferred to a state school. But prior to that, I'd never really been exposed to people in wheelchairs, despite having a sibling with autism. So, like as you said, Jonathan, those formative years they really do make a difference. Mm. that's true yeah,
1: mm. yeah. Okay.
0: they they should do something at school where they they do a bit of sort of exposure to people with disability and other people yeah.
2: Yeah, I've seen uh, some programs, but they're, like, conducted by, like, external um, organizations where they come into schools and they bring, like, wheelchairs and um, those glasses you can wear to simulate, I guess, different types of blindness and stuff. And they let children sort of experience disability from that scope. And I think more of that definitely needs to be done and more included in the curriculum. So, I guess that's where organizations like this come into play because we can advocate for those changes and I guess help shape the future by changing the way people think through education. Yeah.
3: No, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't agree more. It is what it is, but we 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 need to yeah we need to keep in mind that educating is is key it's important that we do educate whether we start out small or we are uh, throughout throughout our life we need to
2: continually educate yeah exactly like you you never stop learning and to i guess oh, okay. implement that in not only schools but society through I guess, education campaigns even on TV would be a really good thing. I know they've done that in the UK uh, in the form of, like, Scope. They had a really quite comical and funny ad that uh, aimed to teach people how to interact with people with disabilities, and I, I think Australia would benefit from something like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's that.
3: Uh, before, before we do a uh, blah uh, is there. Besides education, is there any, uh, I guess, advice on, I guess, uh, improving the intersectionality um,
2: of people in Australia? I guess my only real advice, particularly relating to the scenario in America and having that, I guess, bring awareness to Australia's own issues with our supporting of Indigenous people is to support the people who are being oppressed. So for instance, if people with disabilities, uh, we currently support Indigenous people by attending these protests, signing petitions, getting involved in supporting them. And hopefully when we achieve equality for Indigenous people, the people that we support will support us back in our, uh, I guess, fight for equality. So, some indigenous folk will hopefully see that people mm-hmm. with disability have contributed to helping get them to equality and acceptance, and hopefully, they'll reciprocate. I, mean, I guess it, it also reflects on human rights as well. Yeah.
3: With
0: these demonstrations. It's not. It it, it turns sour when when people start doing things that are illegal. Yeah, so and when violence Really, a nice, nice. It, it gets away from the 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 true meaning of the demonstration.
2: Yeah, like if you are going to demonstrate mm-hmm. and show support for indigenous all, people, don't go throwing bricks or anything. Be be peaceful, but like use your voice for good. Well, exactly. you wanna exactly. be
0: heard, you be heard, but you don't you don't go nasty about it, then it's not gonna work in your exactly.
1: brain.
0: It's gonna yeah, keep yeah. It, it's gonna keep a sour taste to it.
1: Mm.
0: Like yeah, what's happening sure. in America from the from the memory of George Floyd.
2: Is be, I don't think he'll be happy with what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the family happening? is called for peaceful protests and they do make a difference. And uh, although the situation has gotten out of hand in the US, mm-hmm. it is making a difference. I believe Australians hopefully won't follow that same path in their protests. But I'm, I'm, hoping,
0: I'm hoping they don't follow also.
2: Yeah. yeah, I reckon we have learned from their mistakes plus we have the whole thing that we don't have guns and stuff so the chances of it being really violent has slimmed down a lot. But yeah, I recommend supporting these people either by attending the protests or signing petitions or at least sharing stuff online to bring awareness to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Facebook is to go. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm going back to what my commented. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, implementing um, the curriculum into the schools. I think, yeah, it would be a great idea. Because thanks for that comment. You
0: know what? I'm blind. And when I'm walking, a lot of a lot of kids ask their parents mum or dad yeah. why is he holding a stick what's he doing with yeah. that? and some, some of the parents tell them to be quiet because they're
1: embarrassed mm. you know
0: yeah. that's the wrong way to do it yeah. I, when they tell them to be quiet i stop and then i talk with the kids so this yeah. is because I can't see he helps me mm. see mm. And if a lot of parents are actually explaining the form, yeah, yep. it's good for kids to understand what disability is and talk later on to walk out of the way or to help and guide if they need to.
2: Yeah, when when parents, like, I guess, shush their children or try, uh. I guess, take them away from a situation when they do have questions about someone who is different. When they, I guess, have a negative reaction like that, it kind of reinforces in the child that they should avoid people like that. So if they see a person in a wheelchair and the child asks a question about that and they're like, oh, no, you can't ask questions like that, They begin to see that as a negative thing. Or if they see a person of colour and they ask why is their skin different and the parent's like, no, you can't ask that, they then – are subconsciously taught that that's a bad thing so i guess it, it all comes back to education even just educating parents yeah. on how to talk about those questions that are raised and answer them in a positive way so we don't accidentally reinforce the idea that being different is bad yeah 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 that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right
3: yeah i i guess uh I, th- I guess we should wrap things up uh jonathan
0: oh, did uh with the, the logo Have you Do he's want uh, to discuss that or we're going to talk about the okay. mm-hmm. do you want that i'll join that hey. off-line?
1: Before you yes. want one, I the comments from my Gina
3: Yeah.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for that, Marija. I think you should check that out on Netflix a show called Grip Can. So yeah, whenever you have time, check out that video. I think it's a good documentary that highlights, uh, I guess the, the topic of intersectionality. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've so seen thank you for
1: it.
3: the rhythm. Yeah, all good. Okay, so yeah, let's wrap it up. Um,
2: any last words? I guess relating to the uh, current COVID situation, just stay safe, wash your hands mm-hmm. and if possible try order your groceries and stuff online, keep connected with yeah. people through social media and face calls because yeah, yeah. as we all know people with disabilities were at higher risk so we have to take more precautions than everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, it's always, uh,
3: always look after your hygiene, and yeah, wash your hands regularly and stay safe.
0: And also, if you can demonstrate, talk peacefully.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. You get further.
3: Good <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Anything? Any last word, Jonathan? see you guys yeah see see you bye-bye
0: nice talking to you Bye. 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 bye